0: My water. awesome right on well this morning everyone Again, I just want to welcome you here this morning. What I haven't done yet is just welcome all those who are joining us online this morning. Obviously, in these unprecedented times, uh, we're so grateful that you've been able to join us this morning online from the comfort of your home. I hope that you've uh, cooled off your cinnamon bun enough that you can enjoy it while we're, we're listening to the message this morning. And just rest assured, all of you, that if I just made your mouth water, we have some amazing food coming up for you guys in about 15 to 20 minutes. All right, so you guys with me this morning? All right, so this morning I have the pleasure of continuing our sermon series, and we've been going through this series of Advent. And for those of you who are uninitiated or new to the church, um, one of the traditions that we have here at Life Church is that every year we celebrate four elements and themes of the fact of God's coming, of, of, of an awareness and a readiness for his coming. This word Advent talks about the idea of being ready for or being aware of Jesus' coming. And of course, on Christmas, that's the day that we celebrate the coming of Jesus to earth in the form of a baby. So for those of you who missed it, the first one was on hope. Pastor Mike rocked it on that. Last week, we had Pastor Ev sharing about uh, the wonder of peace, the advent of peace. And this morning, you guys, for the next 10 to 15 minutes, if you can hang with me, I'm going to be talking to you about the wonder of joy, the wonder of joy of joy. Turn to somebody beside you and say, I got joy. I got joy. So here's what this is going to look like this morning. We're going to read a scripture. I'm going to pray again, and then I'm going to go into a little bit of a message here about joy. I believe this morning, just to tee you up, God's got a gift for you. God has a gift for you this morning, and that is the gift of joy. And if you have your Bible, if you don't have your Bible, it's not a big deal. It's going to be up on the screen. But we're going to turn to Luke chapter 2. And this morning we're going to be reading from Luke chapter 2. We're actually going to be reading from Luke 2, verses 8 through 12 this morning. I'm just going to get a drink of water. I just like to be dramatic. All right, Luke chapter 2, verses 8. This is what it says. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them, and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said, for I bring you good news that will bring great joy. Everybody say great joy. To all people. The savior yes the messiah the lord has been born to you today in bethlehem the city of david and you will recognize him by this sign you will find a baby wrapped in snuggly uh, wrapped snugly that's a great word in strips of cloth lying in a manger amen let's pray heavenly father we thank you so much for your word this morning god we pray that your word would come alive in this place god that you would help me to communicate it well god help me to get out of the way so that you can do what you want to do this morning lord god and we thank you this morning lord jesus for your gift of joy in jesus name and everybody said amen amen so like i said church i believe this morning that god has a gift for you he has the gift of joy And speaking of gifts, it was funny, I was talking to my daughter the other day, and we were getting ready to go to school, and she kind of stopped as she was putting her coat on, and she looked at me, and she said, "'Hey, Daddy, what's your favorite part about Christmas?' And I thought about it, and I'm, you know, kind of getting a little bit more sentimental the older I get, and I'm like, ah, you know, and I, so I looked at her, I said, you know, honestly, honey, I said, my favorite part of Christmas is I love just hanging out with you guys. I love spending time with our family and just being together, playing games, eating good food. I just love the whole element of just being together as a family, and she kind of stops and, and looks at me, and, and she goes, uh, Dad, is it okay that my favorite part is the presents? And I said, yeah, I said, that's totally okay. I love presents. In fact, man, growing up, I remember that was, that was my favorite part too. I love getting gifts and all of us, I mean, can you be honest here? If we we're honest here today, we would probably say, yeah, we love getting presents, right? Like presents are a great part of Christmas. And this morning, I brought a present with me from home. I actually pulled this out from under our tree this morning so I could bring it to show you. And uh, I'm probably not going to open because I don't actually think that it's for me. But I brought a present this morning because I wanted to show you something, that, that presents are a big part of Christmas. Presents are a part that we enjoy, that bring us so much joy, and, and, and a part that I know when I look back on my memories, I have so many great memories of opening gifts. And um, we have these old VHS tapes at home. Everybody know what a VHS is? If you don't, you're probably under the age of 30, so I'm sorry. But, um, but we used to have these things called VHSs. And I remember watching ourselves as kids, and you'd, you'd open the presents, but... This is amazing! And just, just loving that moment, that joy, that pure joy that exists on the face of a child when they open a present is something that they really, really want. And yes, this morning, I believe that there's a present for each one of you. I believe that Jesus has a gift of joy for you. And one of the themes of this series that we've been throwing out is this idea of wonder. And when Pastor Tanya and I were praying about what we should name the Advent Series this year, we we, we thought about this idea of wonder from the context of, you know, right now in the world all around us, we are surrounded by so many distractions. There's so many negative things happening. It feels like, I don't know if you feel like this, I just feel like I get hit with something new like every week, right? If it's not the flooding then it's new COVID restrictions, and so on and so forth. And it just feels like we just keep getting hit over and over and over again. And what I want to challenge you and encourage you this morning is that you would not forget, but you would grab onto and understand and realize the wonder of this season. This is a wonderful season. And Jesus has a gift for you this morning. He has the gift of joy. Now, here's how we're going to approach this today. Here's how we're going to unpack this. is I'm going to talk to you guys about three very obvious but very important rules regarding gift-giving. Okay? So I'm going to give you three very important and very obvious rules about gift-giving, and then we're going to pray, and then we've got a few announcements for you, and then we're going to send you out with a wonderful brunch. Okay? You guys with me? Okay, so here we go. Number one, there's a few rules that you need to know about gift-giving, all right? First of all, I already mentioned this one. You need to make sure that the present is for you. Can you see where I'm going with this? I mean, I think it was like two years ago. I think my niece here was opening a present, and and I think, you know, Santa Claus handed out the present to my niece. And so she's sitting there opening up the present, and she opens up a man-sized sweater. What's this? Oh, that's for your dad. Oh, look, look, hide, hide, hide that, right? You need to make sure that you're opening the right gift. And I don't know about you, but in our home, everything is very organized and very orderly. And we actually have names written onto the, 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 the actual presents. So on this one here, now here's a little tricky thing that my wife does, okay? So in our home, we give three presents. We give to our kids. We give them something that they want, something that they need, and something that will help them grow. And because it's so limited, our kids have a pretty good idea, usually of maybe a thought about what they might be getting. And so to be tricky, my wife actually puts a symbol on the present. So this present says, to circle, grow from mom and dad. And on Sunday morning, I mean, probably on Christmas morning, Tiny's going to tell the kids what, what, what uh, symbol they are, and then they get to open that present but if you get a present from somebody you got to make sure that it's for you and this gift that i'm talking about this morning from from jesus this gift of joy you know is, is it for you is it for you and we have an answer to that in our scripture that we read earlier our passage which is luke chapter 2 verse 10 it says but the angel reassured them and said don't be afraid he said i bring you good news that will bring great joy to whom right I bring you good tidings of great joy that will be for all people. Guess what? He didn't say, hey, that, that, that good news, the great tidings a great joy, it's for all of those who go to church every single Sunday. He didn't say, hey, it's for all those that seem to have their life figured out and everything together. He didn't say, it's for only those people who pray three times a day. He didn't say that. He said, this This good news, this great joy is for all people. Now, if you are sitting here today, you're like, does that include me? If you are a people, then yes, it includes you. It's for you. It's for all of you. This is a gift that's for you. If you get this gift from Jesus today and you look on the label, your name is written down there. It's for you. It's for you. God's gift of joy, our big idea on this, is that it's for all people. John 3.16 says it this way. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. This gift is for all people. You say, is it for me today? Yeah, it's for you today. Your name is on it. Your name is on it. Okay, so that's the first rule. I think we all know this one. Number two, another very obvious but important rule Regarding gift giving. Number two, open the present when it's time. That's right, that's right. Sorry, is this zero for one of our girls? But they can't open it today, can they? Because there's a timing to this. Now, as a kid, this rule drove me absolutely nuts. When I was a kid, we used to go to my grandpa's house uh, and grandma and grandpa's house on, on Christmas Eve and we would gather with the whole family and we had a big family and my grandpa was this um, band teacher and choir director so there's a lot of music and we would gather together, we would eat an amazing meal that all the aunts and, and would, would provide and they'd all put it together and we'd have this big like smorgasbord of food and it would be all laid out there with turkey and gravy and stuffing and, and I'm getting you hungry on purpose because I'm trying to get you ready for this meal that's coming and, and we You'd have all the stuff sitting out there, the mashed potatoes, and you'd have all these like unique things that you wouldn't get normally, like yams and stuff like that as well, which we would always eat because it was Christmas time and it was a special meal. And we'd eat our meal, and then when we were done eating the meal, then what would happen is we'd all gather together in a room, and we would sing Christmas carols. And so my grandpa would pull out his guitar, we'd all sit in a circle, we'd all get these old papers that had all these carols on it, and we would call out a number or a carol, and then we would all sing together. And that's what we did. Well, as it, the rule was in, the, in our family, you could not open any presents until we had sung all the Christmas carols. And that part used to just drive me absolutely batty. I mean, it was just, it was crazy because we'd be waiting around to, to, to open these presents. But as I got older, it's interesting what began to happen is I began to realize that that part was actually the specialist part. It was the part that was the most special. It was the part where we connected and we were in relationship and we were united together. And there's this thing about the timing of opening a gift. The timing of opening a gift is actually about when the gift giver decides that it's right for you. Like, here's another example, okay? Um, uh, About 16 years ago, I hope it's been 16 years. 16 years ago, I bought a special gift for my wife. She wasn't my wife at that time. It was called an engagement ring. And I bought her this ring and can you imagine, I had this whole plan lined up. This day that I was going to do it, I did this whole scavenger hunt thing with her. It was amazing. We ended up at um, the sales out there in, in Canada Place. And I got down on my knee, and I, and I asked her to marry me. And I, then I pulled out this ring out of my pocket, and I showed it to her. Well, imagine how lame it would have been if I would have just kept that ring in my glove box. And when we're out on a date, she looks in the glove box and goes, oh, what's this? And opens it up, and like, opens up the ring, and oh, that's nice. Thank you, Matt. And that, that's it. Right? Like it loses that special element if the timing is not right. So who determines the timing? It's the giver of the gift determines the timing. When is the right time to open this present from Jesus? Well, here's what it says in 2 Corinthians 6, verse 2. It says, For God says, At just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. His gift is for today. 2 Corinthians 6.10 goes on to say, Our hearts ache, but we always have joy. We are poor, but give spiritual riches to others. We own nothing, yet we have everything. This joy that I'm talking to you about this morning is not determined by the circumstances that surround you, but it's for you today. And guess what? It's going to be for you today tomorrow. And it's going to be for you the day after that. This is a deep joy that I'm talking about. And I'm going to unpack that idea in just a moment. That's number one. So number one is is the gift for you. Number two, is it the right time to open the gift? And here's the third one, you guys. And then I'll close. Here's the last thing. When you receive a present, it is important that you open it right? Thank you. Thank you, Aubrey. It's true. I mean, can you imagine? My wife goes to all this trouble to get me a beautiful gift. My kids go to all this trouble to get me a beautiful gift, and they walk up to me on Christmas morning and say, Daddy, we got this for you. And I go, oh, I love it. It's amazing. Look at this wrapping. Oh, my goodness. And there's a bow on it. Oh, I love the bow. That's my favorite part. Oh, and also look at this. There's some wrapping paper in there, and they put tape on it. There's tape on the edges. This is incredible. Kids, I'm going to put this upstairs on a shelf, and I'm going to treasure it forever. What am I missing here? No, Daddy. It's what's inside the present that matters, right? This is a very obvious but very clear rule of presence. You have to know if it's for you. you got to know the timing. And then the last thing is you got to open it. you got to open it, right? You don't just stare at the package. It's a beautiful package, but it's what's inside. And if this present was actually for me, I might be tempted to actually open it this morning. But it's not. It's for my kids. So I'm going to leave it because I love opening presents. You need to open it. Joy, here's a, a quote from Ann Voskamp, joy is the realest reality, the fullest life, and joy is always given, never grasped. God gives gifts, and I give thanks, and I unwrap the gift given, joy. God's gift of joy has to be opened up to experience it. Here's some more thoughts on this idea of joy. What are we talking about when we talk about joy? Henry Nouwen says it this way, joy does not simply happen to us, We have to choose joy and keep choosing joy every single day. Guess what, church? This is a gift that Jesus has for you. It's got your name on it. His timing is for right now. And guess what? It's going to be for tomorrow. And it's going to be for the next day. And it's going to be for the next day. And it's going to be for the next day. But the question is, will you open it? Will you open it? Joy is available in every day and in every circumstance. And the difference, see, I think we sometimes get a little bit confused about this idea. You might be saying, yeah, right, Matt, you don't know about my life. Uh, but, but I think a lot of times what happens is we get this idea of joy mixed up with the idea of happiness. You know, like happiness is going to be what it's all about. And, and our world is obsessed with this idea of finding happiness. But we're not talking about happiness per se. We're talking about a deep abiding joy. And the difference between joy and happiness is that happiness is a response to your surroundings. Whereas joy remains alive inside of you despite your surroundings. Joy is knowing Jesus and rejoicing in him. In John chapter 15, it says, As the Father loved me, I also loved you. Abide in my love. And if you keep my commands, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Church, this gift of joy is something that the world cannot take away from you. This gift of joy is something that your circumstances cannot take away from you. In Acts chapter 2, verse 28, it says, You have shown me the way of life. You will fill me with joy of your presence. Psalm 16, verse 11 says, You show me the path of life, and in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, and pleasures are there forevermore. Now, church, if we were to take this gift that Jesus has for you today, that God has for you today, and we were to unwrap it, I believe what we would find is a baby in a manger who came 2,000 years ago. See, we believe as a church that God sent his only son to the earth 2,000 years ago and that he came in the form of a servant. He didn't come with his kingly robes as he ought to have. But he was laid in a manger as a baby, a helpless child, and he became the hope of the world. In fact, he is the hope of the world. And we believe that our joy is found in a deeper place than what we experience and what surrounds us. We believe that our joy is found in him. And this joy, you say, who's it for? It's for all of you. When is it, when is it for? It's for right now. And the question is this. God has a gift for you today. Will you open it? Will you open it? Amen. I'd like to invite my wife to come forward. And this morning, as we close the service today, we're going to do something that we traditionally have always done at this time of the year. And we're, we have some candles that are at your places, wherever you are, and you can pick those up right now. And as a response to the message this morning, we're going to light the candles and we're going to sing Silent Night this morning. And my prayer for you is that you would experience God's hope and his peace and his joy in his life, in your life this morning. We're going to have ushers go around and light the candles now. And what I'd like you to do is um, you can light the person beside you, their candle, but what I'd like you to do just to keep the wax up is if you have an unlit candle, please lean your candle into the lit candle. We're going to dim the lights as the candles are lit. And when your candle's lit, why don't you stand as well? Just waiting for a few more candles to be lit. Okay. Let's sing. Silent night Shepherds quake at the sight. Shepherds quake at the sight. Glory stream. Glory stream from heaven afar. Heavenly hosts sing hallelujah. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. One more verse. Silent night, holy night. Silent night, holy night. Son of God loves pure light. Son of God Loves pure light Radiant bea- beams from thy holy face Radiant beams from thy holy With the dawn of redeeming grace With the dawn of redeeming grace Jesus Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you bring light and wonder and joy into the midst of darkness, Lord God. We're grateful for your presence here today. And we pray that each one of us would experience it in a new way in this season, Lord God. We ask you to come and fill each heart. And God, we thank you for your gift, your gift of joy that we received today. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Now you may carefully blow out your candle.